Welcome back to the Embody Your Brand podcast. I am so excited today to delve into a subject that has the potential to transform your life significantly. And I mean it, it is potent. And that is the power of detachment. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Embody Your Brand podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Christensen, a brand strategist and creative director that helps service providers build high-touch brands that embody your mission, call in your dream clients, and amplify the impact you're here to make. From running a brand design studio to leading the creative team of an eight-figure startup, I've spent my entire career learning how to craft successful brands from the inside out. And now I'm here to share everything you need to know to build an in-demand brand. From strategic branding tips to powerful mindset shifts to conversations with guest experts, it's my intention to empower you with the most holistic resources and perspectives on branding so that you can build one that truly lasts. So let's dive in to the Embody Your Brand podcast. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I love all things mindset. And I've shared episodes on this podcast about mindset before. And in fact, the interview that I did with my friend Melissa on mastering your mindset during business and brand pivots has been the most listened to episode on this podcast by far. So that tells me it's something that you're interested in too which is great because it's literally one of my favorite topics, probably my next favorite topic to branding. And that's saying a lot. (laughs) You see, detachment and, well, let me say mindset overall has been something I've learned so much about and have tried to harness over the course of this year. And let me tell you, it has been absolutely life-changing. And not just life-changing, business-changing. When it comes to being entrepreneurs, our mindset is our personal outlook on our abilities and our talents, right? It holds so much power in shaping our success and our happiness. And we can do either one of two things. We as founders and entrepreneurs can have a fixed mindset where we consider our qualities as unchangeable or the things that happen to us in life as unchangeable or out of our control. Or B, we could have a growth mindset where we trust in our ability to enhance our quality of life, quality of business, and quite honestly, our world through persistence and effort and growth. And I don't know about you, but I'd personally rather have a growth mindset over a fixed mindset any day. And detachment, my friends, is all about being in a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset. And this is so important. So let's dive in a little bit deeper to detachment. Now, I found that detachment is frequently misconstrued. Detachment is not about apathy or indifference, as most might make it out to be. In fact, detachment is all about caring deeply 
but from a place of peace rather than a place of fear or desperation. Detachment is all about releasing the need to control every outcome, allowing us to embrace life more authentically and fully. Now, can you imagine just how powerful detachment can be when it comes to running our businesses? Like, insanely powerful. I would love for you to just take a moment to imagine a scenario with me. Let's say you've dedicated weeks or perhaps even months to creating a service or an offer that you passionately and wholeheartedly believe in. One that you know is going to impact the lives of those that say yes to it. So you create your offer, you figure out all of the details, you adjust your website to display it beautifully, and you post one of those special announcement posts on your Instagram to introduce it to the world and to your audience, and you're just anticipating just this big surge of interest and outreach. But instead, all you hear are crickets. Absolute silence. Is anybody feeling personally called out here? (laughs) Because this has definitely happened to me. And I have to say, you're not alone. In this situation, you could react one of two ways. One way you could see it is just as this big personal failure thinking, I'm not good enough. Nobody wants to work with me. Nobody cares about this. I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have even put this out there in the first place. What was I thinking? And go on and on and on. And I think of this as being trapped in quicksand where the more you struggle, the faster you descend into these depths of this self-hatred and honestly, just like pure misery, right? But this situation could happen to someone else who might see this as a stepping stone towards something that will work for them. And, you know, they might actually draw inspiration from it, not take it personally. And I think it was Thomas Edison who was the one that, you know, when he was making the light bulb said something like, oh, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that it won't work or something like that. But someone could have this perspective. And this perspective views every setback as a stepping stone towards a triumph, towards something that will work, towards something that is right for them, towards their million-dollar idea, right? So what's the difference between these two people or these two outlooks on a certain situation? The key difference is this. It's how we see things that happen to us in our business. It's the meaning we give to these situations. And remember, these aren't permanent. They're fleeting. Things like launching a new offer and hearing crickets, having nobody buy from you, it's not permanent. It's fleeting. They come and go, and they can change with time and context. So do you see what I'm getting at here when it comes to detachment and how powerful it can be in your business? How being detached 
can motivate you to see things differently or have a different outlook on something. Whereas being detached can make you completely want to throw the towel in if something doesn't go the way that you expect it's going to go and to give up. And no successful founder or entrepreneur that I know that has a thriving business has given up. And like I said, this is something that I have realized for myself and have been personally working at for the course of this year now. And I wanted to share a story with you or a scenario that happened to me in this business, uh, get a little vulnerable for a bit, get a little personal, right? To kind of share where I discovered that this was an issue in my business and in my way of seeing things and what I did to overcome it. So flashback to January of this year, I launched this business on Instagram. (laughs) I put my new offer out there and I found myself in a situation where I was desperately wanting new clients. Emphasis on the desperately. I just quit my six-figure corporate career in New York. And even though, you know, I was smart about it, I had money saved up. And this wasn't the first service-based business that I've started before. I still felt the pressure to make money in the business, like, instantly. And I hate to admit this because... (laughs) Even though this isn't my first rodeo and I knew that getting new clients takes time, I knew it takes time to put things out there and you never know what's going to happen and you have to be really adaptable and flexible in business. Despite all of that, I was so hungry for my first few clients, like desperate even. And looking back on it, I realized every time I engage with a potential client, my desperation must have been palpable because I consistently failed to close the deal. And the more I felt like I needed it, like I needed my first few clients, the less likely it felt like it was going to happen. So I was like, what is going on here? I want this so badly. I feel like I've set everything up perfectly. If mind you, I mean, this was in like the first week of me launching it and my lovely business coach had reminded me, hey, the fact that you're even getting inquiries right now in your first week of launching something to a very cold Instagram audience is amazing. So she helped me reframe that a little bit, but I was like, why Why is this happening to me? I feel like I'm doing this perfectly. I feel like I came into this new business with so much experience. I'm like, oh, I've got this. And I realized later on that this type of mindset and this type of energy, this type of need to control and the I have to have this or else mindset, it was causing me to just be filled with so much stress and so much cortisol. And my brain was probably going off, (laughs) sounding the alarms being like, this is a fight or flight situation. We are just holding on for dear life here. (laughs) And even when I tried to suppress it, it just, I realized it was still lingering subconsciously. And I pictured it as like trying to keep a beach ball submerged underwater. Like, did you ever try to do that as a kid? (laughs) 
And no matter how hard you try to push it down, it just inevitably pops back up in the water and you have to push it back down again. I don't know. Maybe I was a weird kid, but I loved doing that in the pool. But regardless, that's not the energy we want to operate in, right? Because it's not appealing. Other people can sense it. It freaks our brains out and our bodies out. And as I discovered this more and thought about this situation I was in and worked through everything, I realized that it had nothing to do with me or with what I was offering or my experience or my skill set or whatever it is, right? I was just attaching this meaning to it whether it was consciously or subconsciously, honestly, I think it was a little bit of both. Like I was attaching this meaning to what was happening to these people not wanting to sign on and work with me just yet. And I realized that this complete lack of detachment was holding me back. It was hindering my success. It was hindering my happiness. It was like just killing my motivation with this new business that I had started. And I realized that I had to let go of trying to control the outcome, trying to control how everything was going to happen. I had this big vision and I knew that it was inevitable for me. And I realized I just need to let go here. It's funny, I look back at myself and this situation now and I just like picture me holding onto this really thick rope and just feeling my hands get Rented and burn from the pain of this absolutely stubborn grip and being like, why am I in so much pain from this? And realizing like, oh, I don't have to be in this pain anymore. I can just let go of the rope. And so I did. And it was in that moment that I kid you not, everything changed. I started viewing each inquiry differently. I started feeling like I wanted them, but I didn't need them. And as I started getting more yeses and signing on my first two clients, I celebrated the hell out of that. (laughs) And every no or every not no, I realized there could probably be someone or something better suited to assist that potential client. And here's what I firmly believe. If they are not a hell yes about working with you, then you're not the right fit for them. And that's perfectly fine. It has nothing to do with you, your qualifications, you know, your expertise, how good you are at something, whether or not you could deliver the results that you know you can for them. like It's a choice that they have to make. The whole goal here is to transition from this need-to-have mindset to a nice-to-have one, right? Like I said, you could say, I want it, but I don't need it. And in this way, with this mindset, we eliminate unnecessary stress. And I don't know if you're like me, I already run pretty type A, uh, pretty high stress when I don't need to. 
And if you're feeling this and you're nodding your head, you're like, yes, I'm the same way, Jesse. Like we don't need to make things harder on ourselves. Running a business is already stressful enough. Just living life can already be stressful enough, right? So adopting this, you know, mindset, and especially one, another way I like to think about it is like this or something better mentality. So thinking about something that you want, or let's say a client reaches out to you and you really want to work with them. A healthier way you could think about that is like just, you know, thinking this person really excites me. I feel like this could be a really cool client to take on. I know I could really help them. But whether it's this or something better, I'm cool with it. And it's always helpful in these situations to, of course, seek guidance from God, the universe, your higher self, or whatever entity you believe in or turn to in life. All that said, the whole art of detachment here is to relinquish the how, to let go of the urge to control everything. And I want you to remember, like, wholeheartedly, your success is inevitable. So whatever pain point you're experiencing in your business right now, it's not forever. It's not permanent. And we are the only ones standing in our way of how we see something. That's why I'm titling this episode, The Power of Detachment, How Your Mindset Can Unlock Freedom, Fulfillment, and Fearless Action in Our Businesses. Because when we are detached, we do feel that freedom. We do feel fulfilled because we know we're working towards something better. And we're compelled to take action without fear because we know that if this one thing doesn't work for us, it's telling us something. It's telling us that this isn't the right thing for us. Or maybe there's something that needs to be worked on. And that's what all successful founders and entrepreneurs and business owners do. They test, they try, they experiment, and they're detached from the outcome. Because you're not going to get it right on the first go, most likely. If you do, more power to you. <laughs> Let me know your secret. No, just kidding. But you know what I'm saying? So anyways, I personally always love being able to give you something tangible that you can do whenever I talk about something a little bit more intangible like mindset or this whole concept of detachment. So I wanted to share three techniques with you on how to practice this detachment in your life and in your business that have personally helped me so much over this past year and navigating just the wild ride of <laughs> running a business. And the first one is to cultivate moments for pause. It is so easy to be swept up in the notifications and the constant activity and the endless to-do lists. But bear in mind, it's in these quiet moments that we attain clarity, that we are able to connect with ourselves and our intuition and just drown out all the noise and focus on what's most important. So something that's been really helpful for me is allocating time in my calendar to just simply be. 
And this could be as effortless as just drinking a cup of coffee in silence or just taking a leisurely walk outside. Or if you're into meditation, just doing a five-minute meditation. Whatever sounds helpful and rejuvenating to you, I would intentionally make space for that in your calendars. It's these moments of pause that I found that function for me like a reset button and just enables me to step back, reassess, and progress with that growth mindset instead of that fixed mindset that I talked about earlier. And it's easier said than done, especially when there's something that triggers you or something that's frustrating you in your business or a situation keeps coming up that you can't seem to get over or work through. But taking a moment for pause when that's happening will allow you to just melt that away, recenter yourself, and move forward with clarity. So it's something that's helped me so much, and I know it could help you too. Now, the next tip I have to help you cultivate this detachment is to embrace change, to be adaptable. Life is full of change. (laughs) Business is full of change. And our capacity to really flow with these changes rather than oppose them and fight them or try to control it can significantly shape our experience and how we see things. So for example, if you're implementing a new strategy in your business or launching something new and you're not seeing results from it, Instead of just stubbornly sticking to it, be open to experimenting it with a new approach. As I said earlier, I can't think of one successful founder who does not do this in their business. This flexibility here, it just implies being open to opportunities that may not align with your preconceived notions, right? Or what you think is right or should happen. And just remember, the universe often operates in mysterious ways. So, Be open to that. Be adaptable. Have that growth mindset. Embrace change. And lastly, this one is like personally a really big one for me. And it's move your body. Engage in some sort of physical activity. Physical activity is a potent tool for releasing this pent-up energy and these emotions whether it's just going for a run or practicing yoga or honestly dancing in your living room like I sometimes do or even just stretching throughout the day, taking a moment to stand up from your desk, move your head a little bit in a circle, you know, just move your body in some sort of way. And as you move, like visualizing yourself releasing any energy or thoughts that no longer serve you, or releasing this control, right? Like picturing you letting go of that rope that you're holding onto for dear life and just release. Because if you don't do that, I found that it's just like you have all this pent up energy inside of you and it's like you're shaking a can of soda and if you don't stop shaking it, (laughs) when you open it, that baby is gonna burst everywhere. (laughs) And we don't want that, right? I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. So engage in some sort of physical activity throughout the day or whenever you're in these moments of realizing that you are holding on to something is going to do wonders for you. 
So with all of that said, here's my little call to action for you. I encourage you to test this out and see if it works for you. Even if it's just for a week, see if you can cultivate this detachment mindset, become aware of things that you are maybe attaching yourself to or attaching meaning to or what have you. And let's see if you can identify that and let go of the things that you're holding on to in your business and see what that does for you. And if you do try this, please DM me and let me know how it goes. Tag me on Instagram stories. Share this episode with anyone that you feel drawn to share it with. Like I would love to hear it. And as always, I have to say, I appreciate your reviews of the podcast. They mean the absolute world to me. I swear, anytime a new review pops up, it honestly puts the biggest smile on my face and just lets me know that this is resonating with you and this is helping you. And that honestly is the most important thing to me. So with that said, that wraps up today's episode. And I just want you to remember too, before I go, detachment isn't about being indifferent, right? It's about caring enough to allow things to unfold in their own rhythm, in the way that it's meant to be. And your success is inevitable. And I'm rooting for you. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you so much for being here and supporting me and supporting yourself by listening to these episodes. And with that, I will catch you in the next episode. Take care.